0: Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. The Armstrong
2: and Geddy, with my dad. And so <laughs> Can I press that bad button? Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes,
3: you can.
2: I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, is
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: Live from Studio C. C saying your. What is it? Wednesday? Something like that? Yep. Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? Uh, I reckon. Wednesday dimly lit room etc cetera, etc cetera, cetera, bowels etc cetera, etc cetera. oh yeah the bowels. And, <laughs> and today under the tutelage of our general manager the gulf between perception and truth wow in American politics wow this is oh in America and so it's not okay gotcha yeah I thought not. maybe you meant in general oh like a you philosophical go there? general manager
1: we could go there if you want but I don't know, my delusions are as important to me
0: as my pants, really, to get me through the day. (laughs) My delusions are as important to me as my pants. That is correct. I can't can't really show up to work without them. I know your life's goal is to have a quotation that people remember. Yes. That that might be it. Thank you. My (laughs) delusions are as important to me as my pants. (laughs)
1: You know, if that were the one, I'd be a little disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> excuse me pardon me wow that, mm. that was an awful sound oh <laughs> is he sick enough the allergies torturous wow that was rough well you know some, some things are meant to go that way you and sometimes you gotta get them to go that way and uh, you know there's a you gotta jam it into reverse
0: (laughs) Vermont senator over there (laughs) you gotta jam it into reverse let's study the world (laughs) study the world
2: study 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 (laughs)
0: study the world yes Uh, let's kick off the show introduce everybody in the squad and get to studying there's our board operator Michelangelo pressing buttons flipping toggles now and then he pulls a lever. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: I'm okay. I had I had to rent a car because my car's in the shop, and so um, it took. I almost was, was got here late because I literally this car is so slow. I had to put like both feet and both arms on the gas pedal just to get it enough highway speed to get it you uh, know, to the station.
0: Uh, oh no!
3: But uh, it smells like smoke. Is it's just <laughs> it's just a terrible car.
0: So you went ahead and threw out a little money to enjoy yourself, huh? No,
3: no you get the things. cheapest
0: thing they had.
3: Yeah, well they they include the car rental as you know part. Oh, and that's what they gave you? And this is what they gave wow. me. Yeah, wow. so. Wow,
0: that's not cool.
3: Yeah, so I have give you this a car
0: with the, the, the smoky smelling car I really don't like. Yeah. Ugh, it's gross. And they try to cover it up with some sort of chemicals doing it. That
1: is it worse. It yields, you know,
3: like the the worst possible. Plus it's got an annoying sound when you change lanes. You know how you have the clicker, but it's it's like one of those clickers from like 1981. It's like I don't know, it's yeah. hard to explain. it's, it's just a box yeah. with wheels, basically.
0: What, whatever they use to cover up the smell of smoke in a car, it reminds me of uh, bar skanks from back in the day when I used sure. to work at a bar. Sure. They were smelly, sweaty bar skanks, but they put on this awful perfume that was mm. supposed to uh, <laughs> freshen them up a bit. De-skankify a little De- bit. Skankify, and it didn't work. And same thing with those cars. The smell of smoke is actually better than whatever that chemical is that you put in there. Ugh. There is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room, our assistant executive producer. How are you, Sean?
3: Doing very well. I was doing a little bit of a apartment cleaning over the weekend and uh i broke uh, the 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 top of my butter dish and i i swear the like 90% of the things in my house that get broken happen when i'm cleaning i don't know if it's because i'm reluctantly doing it and i'm i'm just trying to hurry through it as quickly as possible but if i never cleaned anything i would just live in filth but everything would still be in one piece uh but i i broke the butter dish and i i'm i have yet to go out and get a new one so i've been going Topless butter dish. Whoa! For about two days now. Provocative. Do you and put anything over it, like a nah, paper nah, towel, or nah, nothing? Just, just the oh. atmosphere.
0: I believe I've told this story on the air. I know, I, I know both of the participants in this story, but it was a romantic relationship, and she broke up with him. Because she couldn't stand the fact that he just had a stick of butter sitting on the counter. And he would just use oh, oh,
1: oh. that. Wow, topless <laughs> and bottomless.
0: <laughs> just sitting on the counter. And he would you know, if you got some toast you go over with your knife,
3: you little bit. Just leave it
0: sitting there. Before I had <laughs> so a you're butter pretty dish, close to that. <laughs>
3: before I had the butter dish, I would just have the butter wrapper as essentially my butter dish and just leave it uh you know, air it out. Sometimes you gotta let it breathe. <laughs> Oh, wow, okay. No mosquitoes have moved in yet, and everything seems to be fine. I'm just saying I know a relationship that came to an end over that issue. Well, before she comes over, I'll put something on top of that. There you
0: go. There's Vincent. He's this uh, nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? Today
4: Today is the 200th day of 2017. There are 165 days remaining, so make them worth it or don't i don't care do whatever you want you're an adult
0: <laughs> you know uh we were in a meeting yesterday where the, the, the this came up but just i can't believe 2017's over halfway over already yeah no kidding well according to Vincent hey. statistics it's well past half i feel like i'm just getting started on the year really, just kind of right? trying to get up to yeah. speed and so i
1: got to, no, to start to contemplate 2018 no start to contemplate
0: christmas not ready for
1: that. I'm
2: still writing Year the Pig on my Jacks, is the old joke goes. <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you what.
0: There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. Are you, Marsha? Well,
2: time to break out the cake. It is one of Positive Sean's favorite actors' birthdays today. It is Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch's birthday. He is 41, his net worth $20 million. My well, daughter
1: is vowed to be his trophy wife. Yeah. So always really? He's really—he's
2: kind of part of my family. All right. No way, yeah. Well, and you know, bring him into the, bring him into the fold. Anyway, I'd really never heard of the guy until Positive Sean started raving about him, and now I hear about him all the time. Yep. Briar Patch Cumbersticks. <laughs>
3: Briar Patch Cumbersticks. <laughs> yes. Butter Scotch st- Candle Scent. Benadryl uh, Cumberbun. <laughs> yes. I don't
0: know what uh, teen girls find attractive, but I find him very odd looking.
1: He's striking looking. He's also very uh, sharp features, very yeah. sh- indeed, and a very intelligent fellow uh, has
0: uh, ideas and thoughts. He's a uh, rather a deep thinker. And he's in the new Avengers thing, right? Soon
3: to be my son. Uh, he was Dr. Strange. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which I was reading about the other day is the most expensive something or other ever made. It, wow.
3: it, it used a lot of special effects. <laughs> I don't you know go. what the going rate <laughs> is on those, but it <laughs> used a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> So, between the
1: two of you, I tell you what, it's trivia festing here.
0: It was the biggest
1: uh, thing ever. Or something. Right. So, I heard it was super long.
0: I don't know. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is a Wednesday already in July of the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: All right. Here we go, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we
2: begin the show at Mark. A 97, a 97-year-old Philadelphia man who left high school early to fight in World War II received his diploma this weekend, and his parents didn't even show up. Wow. <laughs> That's better. Don't want a couple of 125-year-olds sitting through graduation. <laughs> it's not
1: that funny, sir. Yeah.
0: That's, there you go. That was weak. It was a, it was a, a perfectly fine joke. I think it just went on too long. That'd just be my, my assessment. It was assessment. weak beginning to <laughs> Weak. <laughs> You're not amused by his parents didn't show up. I thought that was funny. <laughs> because they're dead. That's the oh. joke. The joke is because oh. they're dead. Oh, I
1: thought maybe they lived somewhere like a distant city.
0: God, my youngest child is obsessed with the fact that we're going to die someday. Oh, boy. Oh, God, dang it. Young Vincent. Maybe I'll talk about that later. Yeah, he's a young Vincent.
2: An aspiring Vincent. Uh, What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, President Trump's Twitter storm targeting Obamacare and media reports about an undisclosed meeting with Putin. Why wearing flip-flops is dangerous and gearing up for the latest OJ show coming up. 635, Armstrong and Getty. That's right, OJ gets out, uh, what, tomorrow? Yes, indeed. Um,
0: how does Mailbag look? OJ gets a hearing tomorrow. Mm. We shall see.
1: Uh, mailbag is outstanding. It is it's sprawling, it's epic. I'm trying to tame it as we speak.
0: You want the juice to stay behind bars? Well. But you're the juice! You're a criminal, juice. They gotta let you go, juice. <laughs> But you stabbed people, Juice. Don't they know you're the Juice? (laughs) You're trading cookies for favors in jail, Juice. So we got all that stuff. Yeah, there's our friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Ian Bremmer, breaking the news that there was a secret Trump-Putin meeting. Yo! Previously undisclosed. So that's got tongues wagging for some reason. Yeah, right. All that (laughs) and more coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yo, 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 welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, my catchphrase. I got hit with that the other day. Actually, a guy who owns a record store, my favorite record store, said he'd be happy to stock Yo, Yo, Yo t-shirts if I get him going. Wow. (laughs) I have no comment. Is it
1: the one in the town where you live?
0: Yeah.
1: The, The one that's been there a long time?
0: Correct. That's a good store. Yeah. And it's going to be even better when they have yo-yo-yo t-shirts. Oh,
3: boy. Have you thought about the cross-merchandising uh, possibility of the yo-yo-yo yo-yo? <laughs> wow. That's wow. phase two. All right. How yeah. about beanies? Kids love the beanies these they, days. They do. Yo-yo-yo
1: across it in some sort of fancy font. Cool. I bet those would sell like hotcakes. I'd, I'd sell your house and invest all your money in that. Mailbag.
0: Oh, I got to talk about Pugs and Goats. My wife has started it up on Instagram. We're going to see how it's going. Within a minute, we had a follower, so... uh... (laughs) Right. I'm telling you, I'll never speak to you again if you
1: don't do it. It's so obviously a great idea. Why do you call it a show, writes Dave, D.C.? Uh, Why do people refer to... I'm sorry. Why do radio people refer to their programs as a show, huh? We want to refer... All right, we'll call it a football team or a, a mine... How kind of
0: question is I mean, that? I've always been a little uncomfortable with that. Our, what? The first boss we had when we were working together, he he didn't like uh, using that term either. And, show? Uh, I've always I've always it's been a little uncomfortable. It's clearly a show. Yeah. What? I don't What's know. What's the alternative? What else? Do we uh, well, that's it? why we call it a show. What's the alternative? But I it's don't know. It's a show. I expect more out of a show. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, wow. I did see. say it's a good show. <laughs> well, that's a problem with you,
1: not a problem with our title. Right. Yeah. You're the one who's been saying it for years. You don't like the show, lower your expectations. <laughs> Physician, heal thyself. Definitely um, he of... whines about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Vincent. What's what what the is de- the. Yes. Uh, Obvious question. What's the definition of a show?
4: A spectacle or display of something, typically an <laughs> impressive one.
3: <laughs> ah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, a spectacle. Yeah. We got yeah. halfway there. It's yeah, certainly yeah. something. The second one <laughs> it, is, is, <laughs> it is a display of something. <laughs> the second definition
1: is a public entertainment. There okay. you go. We're that. Clearly. So, and then, of course, the inevitable uh, griping and or asking and or complaining about the podcast. The situation is better now, and they can be had. Can What's the nickel version of how people can get them at this point, Vince? Here's the answer. Listen to or, us live. Sean. Uh... Okay. No comment. <laughs> all right, Sean. How do you list, How do you go? Where do you go? What uh, do you do? The,
3: there's uh, until everything gets back up to normal on the on our Facebook page. There should be a, a, a post there of of some kind of ways that you can podcast right. the show until it all gets back to normal. So you, that is a good answer. So you got to be a slave
1: of Zuckerberg.
4: There's a pin. Right. There's a pinned post. The very first post uh, at the very top uh, has uh, instructions on how you can okay. copy and paste into your favorite podcast app.
1: Choice. Okay. Thank you. That's excellent. Uh, Definitive proof Sean loves and owns a cat. Uh, It's a uh, cat video from the internet. Cats acting like people! Exclamation point. Now that's a a show! (laughs) (laughs) And at the uh, 148 timestamp, there is a dude playing with his cat who looks a hell of a lot like Sean. What? And
3: you know what his cat is doing?
1: It's acting like a human.
3: <laughs> unsubstantiated rumors, we, and I will not stand for it.
1: If we only could collect the names and addresses of people who watch more than one cat video per day and forbid them from voting. Now, goats and pugs, way more sophisticated. You know, the overall... I, or is yeah. it pugs and goats? I
0: regularly take in videos that, uh, that other people would find a, a stupid waste of time. We, we, it, it's, a, it's a pretty common part of, uh, of, of, of life in the modern world. Extended periods of watching cat videos should disqualify you from voting.
1: I stand by my statement.
0: Remember when I learned uh, fairly recently some brain scientists said, I think it was 98% of our thoughts are, are worthless? <laughs> yeah. 98, 99. And I wonder if, uh, if like watching YouTube videos about whatever your particular thing is, it fits into that ninety percent, or is that part of the two percent of productive thoughts? <laughs> that might even that might even count as part of the two percent of when we're doing something. Boy, even when a dog's licking itself, it's allegedly getting clean. I mean, there
1: there is no defense for a lot of things human beings do right, to right. amuse ourselves except we're amusing ourselves. On the other hand, maybe there is some deep neurological need to rest this part of the brain. Light that one up because it's an important mechanism for something or other.
0: Well, our only uh, uh, biological imperative is to uh, produce offspring and uh, raise them until they can produce offspring. And um, animals have figured out that when you're not either fornicating or feeding your offspring, you just lie around. Right. Sounds great to me. So when we lie around, we watch cat videos.
4: It helps me with cynicism because I look at pets and cute kids as the last... Bastion of pure innocence. There you go. In the world left, everyone else is trying to be something or go viral
1: or trend. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to what you say, Vince. Thanks, CJ. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Good manners. That's another mark of uh, being human. CJ in Madison, Wisconsin said, Gents, I want to apologize for my unfaithfulness. I am sorry. While you guys were on vacation, I broke. I listened to some other podcast. What can I say? I'm a weak man. But it was only for a few hours, though. Honest. And it wasn't even that great. And I was thinking of you the whole time. Please forgive me. You whore. You whore. We go away for a few days. And you jump into bed with another show. Disgusting. Whore!
0: (laughs) I hope you (laughs) got an... whore! I hope you got (laughs) (laughs) got an (laughs) (laughs) an RTD. A radio-transmitted
1: disease. Yes. Uh, Let's see. It's uh, Fyfag Don, F-Y-F-A-G. Oh, first-year fag. Uh, Dan, rather. Uh, SoCal Dan. Want to say thank you for almost making me blow coffee out of my nose yesterday with China having a massive shortage of donkeys, or could it be a shortage of massive donkeys? Keep up the good work. I'm sorry about your nasal problems uh, there, Dan. (laughs) We uh, cannot uh, be held responsible for coffee on your windshield or whatever else. Uh, and then Skip, also on the donkey story. I hope someone comforted Brandon after the Chinese donkey story. He must have been very upset. Jack reported on the uh, the shortage of donkeys in China.
0: Because those morons in China believe the uh, the, the, the boiled height of a donkey gives you uh, immortality or a better boner or something stupid.
1: Right. And so yet another beast is being slaughtered because of various third worlders need for better boners. It's ridiculous. Joe, I applaud you, writes Sean. Different Sean. Uh, I applaud you for not engaging in the ever-so-popular radio tactic of teasing small, silly stories. This is what's always set your show apart as grown-up entertainment. Jack, on the other hand, is losing my respect daily. Mm. Please tell Positive Sean to stop stealing your bits. And please tell Positive Sean to stop stealing Michelangelo's bits. You're, you're the best, style, signed Sean. What bits am I stealing? Oh, great. There's my what bits am I stealing bit coming out of your mouth. Terrible. The typical let's see. oh, man, this is seriously I want you to I want you folks to understand I've read this several times It is sincere from Brian Really disgusting comments is the subject this morning on the Armstrong and Getty show. It's a show anyway You two mocked Obama's efforts to get the ACA passed by comparing it to Hitler's effort to wage war and enact genocide this is a disgusting and deplorable thing to say. I don't recall that. but uh, I believe it was an attempt at uh, humor. Oh, okay, Obama's effort was to save and improve lives. Hitler's effort was to kill millions. A big F you to the one who said it, and a big F you to the one who laughed at the comparison. Ugly, despicable, deplorable. Unfortunately, you two are probably proud of what you said, and revel in having yourselves described this way.
0: What a couple of jerks. I think I do remember it now, and yes, I did laugh at Joe saying that because it's a laughable comparison. That was the the point of my laughter.
1: It was so clearly absurd, Brian, and so clearly intended to be absurd. Right. It's difficult for me to imagine on what level you could possibly enjoy the show going
0: forward. Well, if if, if you're not used to our sense of humor, our wacky sense of humor, but... I um, thought it
1: was effing obvious. It's uh, I mean, it, you would have to be either a really stupid or B have a complete blind spot for that sort of humor.
0: It's making fun of the current political climate where people do nearly that sort of thing on a regular basis. Right, but with a straight face. But with a straight face yeah. and they mean it. Right. That Obama's Hitler or Trump's Hitler or whatever. So that was a very sophisticated riff. On the state of political discussion. What do you make in the modern world of Trump and Putin's side meeting? They're Something clearly or lovers. Nothing. Something or nothing. They're clearly lovers. Ian Bremer says it was about an hour. Very chummy, yucking it up, backslapping that sort of stuff. The only chummy, backslapping, happy conversation he had at the summit was with Vladimir Putin.
1: I have analyzed that before. I stand by my analysis. I'd be happy to repeat it. All right.
0: Try to keep it simple for old stick up the butt Brian. Wow, that's not a good nickname. Uh, Marshall's news on a variety of topics, including the juice and his parole hearing tomorrow. Coming up Do you on think the Armstrong. you
1: let loose juice.
0: The arm- I, th- I hope they parole your juice. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. So am I supposed to believe that Putin and Trump's nefarious plan for world domination, the only way they can can communicate is in front of a room full of people, and he pulls them aside and talks to them, and that's the the way they they, they, they discuss their secret plan for world domination? Exactly, at the G20. Hiding in plain sight with every
1: news organization on Earth watching. That's correct. That is part of the, the, the plan that they hatched during the campaign.
2: Anyway, let's get the news out, Marshall Phillips. Well, along those same lines, President Trump has been busy on Twitter again, going after the news media for reporting about his second, previously undisclosed meeting with Russian President Putin during the G20. Official President Trump tweet reader Vincent Nicholas. Fake news story
4: of secret dinner with Putin is sick. All G20 leaders and spouses
1: were invited by the Chancellor of Germany. Press new!
2: Now, I'm what, getting... What,
1: what was that last part? Press new! Oh, the, the press new, I see, yeah. I thought it was like press, uh, you know, speak to a customer or service representative, press new. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, and I was momentarily confused.
4: The second tweet, uh, the fake news is becoming more and more dishonest. Even a dinner arranged by top 20 leaders in Germany is made to look
1: sinister. Well, that's absolutely true. The whole thing, God. It's Russia mania. And what the, what the, the reason I spend a lot of my life rolling my eyes is that the actual stories and the interactions and the you know the wrangling and negotiations are way more interesting than the the partisan bomb chucking scenarios that they're trying to portray in the lame stream media or, or whatever
0: I don't know. Well, how about this? Ian Bremmer himself he, he broke this story you have that, yep, Marshall? Okay. I do.
2: Armstrong Getty contributor Ian Bremer, founder of the Eurasia Consulting Group, reported the uh, story, as Jack just said, Trump and Putin spoke for almost an hour after their first meeting earlier
1: in the day. Did they talk about sanctions? Did they talk about the hacks? Did he push them? Did they not? Ukraine, all of that? Well, I mean, none of that really matters if they then had an hour one-on-one at the dinner with only the Russian translator, we have no idea what was in that conversation.
0: I, I think that's a perfectly valid point. I mean, the whole, the whole world was hanging on what did they discuss. Right. The two most powerful countries in the world, leaders get together. They're at odds militarily in a number of hot spots around the world. What did they converse about? And then later that day, they have another conversation. Well, Mm -hmm. that might have been where all the conversations happen. So I can see why the world wants to know that. Now, Ian Bremmer, it's worth pointing out, uh, he was on Charlie Rose last night. He said he's never been concerned about the whole Trump-Russia collusion story. He doesn't believe that that's a thing. Or he said he doesn't yet believe that's a thing. But he said he also, as a political scientist, has never seen two world powers more at odds as at odds as the United States and Russia, where their leaders appear to be so chummy. He can't think of an example of that ever happening. Right. Well, Russia, Russia's arming the Taliban against U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan, for instance, and everything that's going on in Syria. And but, what, they, uh, but they backslap and smile and all that sort of stuff. What, What is going on there? What makes it double
1: odd is that in terms of actual policy and actions, the Trump administration's bona fides for standing up to Russia are pretty damn good. Yeah. So, I mean, really solid. I... Uh, I have not changed my opinion. Trump, at the core of his psyche, fancies himself a hard guy. He wants to be the tough guy, the strong man. He's desperate to be that. Probably goes back to his childhood. In fact, stories of him in high school make it clear that he's just desperate to be seen as a strong guy. And Putin is a... Perhaps the hardest, hard ass on earth, except for probably some rebel leaders and some sort of, uh, you know, African nation we never talk about. But Putin is, uh,. Putin is a hard guy, and Trump wants to be seen as his equal. I think it's some
2: sort of deep-seated psychological need. Interesting. Meanwhile, Trump is going to be meeting with Senate Republicans today after failed efforts to repeal and replace Obamacare. Once again, President Trump's official tweet reader, Vincent Nicholas.
4: I will be having lunch at the White House today with Republican senators concerning health care. They must keep their promise to America. Next tweet, the Republicans never discuss how good their health care bid. Be- their health care bill is, and it will get better even at lunchtime. The Dems scream death as Obamacare dies!
0: in you know, speaking of political yeah. science, is there a historical precedent for a party running for nearly a decade on one issue, and then when you get power,
2: not doing <laughs> right. anything? I mean, has that ever happened before? It's something. And yesterday, the president was saying... Let Obamacare fail. It'll be a lot easier. And I think we're probably in that position where we'll just let Obamacare fail... Uh, We're not going to own it. I'm not going to own it. I can tell you the Republicans are not going to own it. We'll let Obamacare fail, and then the Democrats are going to come to us, and they're going to say, how do we fix it? How do we fix it? Or how do we come up with a new plan? O.J. Simpson's parole hearing is tomorrow, and a lot of experts say he's got a good chance of becoming a free man. Simpson set to appear before the Simpson, eh? Simpson is set to appear before Nevada's Board of Parole Commissioners via video conference from the Lovelock Correctional Center at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, West Coast time.
0: I'm looking at him on the cover of USA Today today. He's a... Older and heavier than he's, I remember. He's a
2: fat old man. He's 70 years old, yep.
0: isn't he? But yep. he'd say the same to me. You're older and heavier than I remember, too. So what
2: are you going to do? If four of the six members of the parole board vote to release Simpson, he will be out by October the 1st. Man, something to look forward to. Do we have any of our OJ clips
1: still? Are they buried deep in the system? Michael, we got to get those up. we got to get them For tomorrow, ready. Yeah, um, tomorrow's
0: yeah. a huge day. Yeah,
2: come on now. OJ Simpson. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips. Here, Armstrong and Giddy show the voice of the West. Look at it. They got USA
0: Today has pictures of everybody from the O.J. uh, saga. What they look like now? Kato (laughs) Kaelin aged well. He looks great. Good thing God made him pretty. Boy doesn't have much uh, going on upstairs, if you know what I'm saying. No, he doesn't. Yeah, number of the participants are dead, of course, including his ex-wife. So that's the whole story. Well Michael, thanks for dialing
1: up the fabulous hit song by Radio Macbeth, my the band my son is in. Um it's it's on iTunes you gotta look for Radio Macbeth Vapor Trails. There's a lot of things called Macbeth, as it turns out, on iTunes, and a lot of songs called Vapor Trails. But if you get both of them, wow. you might find it. It's also on your uh, Spotify and all your other services. It's like
0: when you try to come up with a screen name and it says that's been used, and you think, how could this possibly be? It's right. my birthday, my name, my address. How could this right. be used? <laughs> Joe Getty Radio
1: 99. <laughs> What?
2: <laughs> who? who?
1: I've said it many times. There's too much stuff on the Internet. Yeah, it's got to be cleaned out. Right. Somebody I mean, needs to clean up exactly. the Internet.
4: Vincent Nicholas 69? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who's well, got that?
0: Uh, more on the news of the day coming up in a little bit. I hope. Oh, there is a poll that came out that Donald Trump has got to like. It's not getting much national attention, as you would expect, because it runs counter to the, the story. Of but course. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: reports the actor who voices Kermit the Frog was fired by Disney for his repeated unacceptable business conduct. Apparently, and this is pretty shocking, he put his hand up a co-worker's butt.
0: That's oh. <laughs> a joke about, about puppeteering an, an ancient and treasured art form. Right, agreed. Um, so coming up, uh thing I want to talk about, this is, this is a long article I read about. The opioid epidemic, which, while it's getting a lot of attention, is still not getting as much attention as it should. It is incredible Mm. what is going on, the number of people that are dying or nearly dying, overdosing on all these various drugs. So more on that coming up in a little bit.
1: If human beings were some sort of, I don't know, deer running across the plane dying and the numbers were dying, scientists would be going crazy over
0: it. uh, Yeah, yeah. well, I'll save save my comment for when we get into that. uh,
1: uh, Keep it to yourself. I'll keep it to myself. Uh, this is a nice note from uh, Suzanne here, always entertaining. Uh, Joe, my brother has a suggestion for Jack's Pug and Goat Instagram account. Picture a tiny baby goat and pug puppy getting into all kinds of mischief on the farm while wearing, wait for it, tiny yo-yo-yo sweater. <laughs> the- I think even Vince, who hates everything, would agree it's totes adorbs.
0: My wife and I are discussing this. It fits into uh, your son's band situation. In the modern world... You can become a sensation and very rich. Those two things don't always go together, but they they often do, becoming a sensation and becoming rich. Mm -hmm. But you can become a sensation and very rich very quickly. Sure. But there's a lot of people trying to do it, and why one thing becomes super huge and popular over another thing is is a mystery. It's an art form.
1: Um, Yeah, I actually uh, tried to read a book on that topic, and I thought... You know,
0: this is a few insights and a lot of padding. Nobody knows. Well, yeah, everybody's guessing. Everybody's yeah. guessing for the last 20 years on this sort of stuff. Why does one Instagram account with a cute dog doing something end up with several million followers and the people become crazy rich and you know, another one that seems similar doesn't? It's there's 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 algorithms, there's there's the you know, I don't know, the dog's slightly cuter, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or or one band or another or whatever it's yeah. just it's it's interesting and everybody's trying to figure it out i don't know if there's a magic formula or not i don't i don't think it's this though i don't think it's purium Purely a meritocracy. Right. I was just going to bring that up. Uh, You know, it became clear to me, and
1: this is back in the day in the music industry, it's not like you get ranked in order of how good you are or how good your songs are. And then the top 15, you know, get gigs or become famous or make a living. It's that once you pass a certain level of you're certainly good enough for people to enjoy. Um, then, maybe you get plucked out of the uh, it's like the uh, the claw the claw machine from toy Story maybe you 're the stuffed animal gets grabbed by the claw. maybe you're not getting into the machine was the trick well, but from there on out, you just don't know.
0: Maybe I should take back the uh, it's not a meritocracy because i i don't know it might be I know in some cases I think John it is. John Mayer, a musician, he says he says it is. And uh, It's and easy for him to say. I'll expand it from from music to, the, to to all the stuff that's on Instagram or Facebook or whatever that catches. How about on. puppetry, puppetry? But he said, you know, people people want to say it's not, but it is by definition. If the if the population is deciding what they like best. And they decided this. You can't then sit down and say that's not actually what is best. Well, the people who judge that sort of thing have decided it is. So, what do you well, want to say? B- right, <laughs>
1: right. Well, I could quibble. It's. A, what do you mean by best? Eh. But
0: certainly, Uh, a lot of people
1: like it is a perfectly valid measure of quote unquote. More people like it
0: than anything else that you would. uh, You could certainly say that's the best picture of a puppy if the if if the most people like that picture. Mm,
3: Well, like there's more McDonald's hamburgers sold than any other thing, but you won't any other burger, but you won't find anybody saying that's the best burger. But
0: you could say you could easily say it's the best burger restaurant.
1: And if. Cat videos are the highest form of entertainment because most people watch them. I'm putting a gun in my mouth and pulling the trigger. So you (laughs) can hang with your philosophy. I'll
3: hang with mine. doesn't mean you have to like it. I think, Jonah, we're just quibbling with best. Like, there's a difference between the things I like and the things that are the best. The Mm -hmm. best seems to be a more abstract concept to me, at least.
0: Well, I want to be the John Mayer best. This show, I want to be the best that the most people like. I would rather be that best than, it gets a lot of awards but nobody listens to it. Can I be Katy Perry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, Katy Perry broke John Mayer's heart, and that's why he wrote his last album, and I think that's not uh, flattering for him. (laughs) So now you're an
1: elitist again. Well, having i whiplash over here. Having
0: played some clips of Katy Perry, I think that looks good on you that your heart was broken by, by that rambling moron. <laughs> well, Have now, you seen any
3: videos of Katy Perry? Yeah, I, I think to quote
1: your boys, perhaps he was distracted by her baboos. Um, and I, you know, I hate to say it because love, like art, is, uh, is a complex uh, concept, so. Who who can criticize another person's choices in affairs of the heart?
2: How many people? The greatest
1: thing we can do is just
2: unite and love on each other Uh and, like, no barriers, no borders. Like, we all need to just
0: coexist.
3: True. I totally agree.
0: You see, John Mayer, you're either as dumb as her, which I don't think you are, or you were blinded by her sexuality and didn't catch on to that. That's what her rambling nonsense sounds what? like. She's a
1: kind and generous person, a good listener, great sense of humor. What, it's either got to be her, her, her boobs or her intellect with you people? I can't believe the misogyny I'm hearing here. She's a fully drawn human being. There are many, many things that may have attracted Mr. Mayor to the lovely and talented Miss Perry. (laughs) Many things.
0: Not not, not her, uh, not that. (laughs) Not what we just played.
1: She wants to hug it out with Isis. Nice. Um, In her next video, ah, it's too dark. Never mind. Why why would anybody want to hear that joke in the morning? I'm glad I stopped myself.
0: You would have a better idea of this than me, Vincent. How many people are on Instagram or YouTube or whatever trying to make something happen?
1: Everybody. Lots (laughs) of people.
0: (laughs) Lots of people, right? Yeah. Who think their kid or dog or knitting or band or, you know, name anything you can come up with shoes that they make, whatever uh, can catch on if they get it out there. And then it just does or doesn't, and then the magic
3: of that, as we've discussed. Nobody... And they, they try so hard, and then damn Daniel is the thing that yeah. actually catches on. Yeah, <laughs> and Didn't I, he
1: uh... get, I just read the other day, he gets
3: death threats and stuff like
1: that. Oh, man. The my damn Adam. Daniel guy. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. What's, seriously,
0: Homo sapiens are my least favorite species. Makes you want to take Oxycontin, doesn't it? If oh, you are a lot of it. If you are, stay tuned. Because the uh, the bodies are piling up in morgues across the country. They're actually running out of room. Wow. And the way towns are starting to respond to it as they run out of money is really interesting. Well, it's not like people croaking it is a new phenomenon. And, I mean, they've got morgues. You're going to be shocked by the way some towns are handling this. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.